it off yes sir welcome back cj falls podcast episode two zero that's right and i nobody has to know that you cued that across the uh, table to that's me right. with two zero that's when i uh i was doing a training today that was supposed to be six hours and i i said something and i said you know i said something sarcastic and i said oh yeah I'm making air quotes. I should probably reference that because we're <laughs> there's no video. We're just talking to each other over uh, the phone. No, you video, know? no video chat this time. Yeah, video chat with no video. So. so I assume by you saying that you're not back in the office yet. No. And no timetable. I will never go back. <laughs> I'm making a Whether bold. You're employed statement. there or not, you may never go back. That's right. Making a bold statement for all my coworkers listening. <laughs> dead or alive, yeah. you could take me dead or alive. So. Yeah, no, not going back. Uh, they haven't. They have officially produced a policy, but they're going to give us thirty days before we come back. Which, with gas prices soaring, I'm surprised. I would be surprised if we go back anytime quite soon. So this policy is this policy. They're going to release the policy in thirty days, or they so, released the policy said in thirty days per this policy, you will be returning back to work. Well, so that's the other part is it's, it's a per department. So my department has its policy, which is depending on like your level, you get X number of days to work remote. The higher you are in this department, the more days you work remote. I know other places, other departments have been like, yeah, you guys are good. Just work from home for the rest of your life. So I'm sure that's a contentious, but yeah, I'll just go work for a different department. <laughs> Hi, I now work in the different department here. I heard you guys are working yeah. from home. I made my own department. It's called the work from home. Oh, work the home. Yeah, work from home department. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that. How about the shop? What is happening? Yeah. So we are. I'll tell you what's been happening. A lot of fly fishing's going on. We, you know, we got spoiled with some really nice weather a week ago, and um, it's not really trans. It hasn't really carried over to the, to now. Uh, today it looks really nice outside, but it's completely deceiving. True. 19 true. degrees this morning when I went to the gym and yeah, risk just not, degrees. yeah, just not the kind of weather that we were all hoping for after having a, I think there was a day or two that we had low sixties, mid sixties, something like that. Yeah. But the uh, stone, ha- the stonefly hatch was coming off last week and, um, people were having a lot of success early season fly fishing. And, um, we've definitely seen that in the shop with uh, the uptick in folks coming and getting flies selling a ton of flies and uh, leader and tippet and selling rods and kits and people are like in full, let's get outside. Let's, let's enjoy the, uh, the weather. And uh, people are upgrading up. People are upgrading, getting nice gear. So yeah, we've been, we've been really busy. It's been, it's been fantastic. And of course we're, we're still, we're still uh, doing the 40% off winter jacket sale. That's going to end. I'll tell you it's, it's officially ending at the end of March. However, if we still have some of those articles of clothing in stock, you'll still be able to come down here until they're gone. Right. So, but yeah, we moved the store completely around. I think we talked about that a little bit, uh, a couple uh, podcasts back, a couple episodes back, but that whole transformation has kind of happened now. People are coming in and they're like, well, wait a minute, what, where did all your fly fishing stuff go? And it's like, 
oh no, don't worry, we didn't get rid of it. We just moved everything to the back of the store. But it's been great. It's opened up a lot of extra space for a lot of our spring and summer stuff that's coming in. And we have not, there's a lot of stuff back ordered, unfortunately. Really? So, yeah, there is. We're having an issue with, we didn't run, we really haven't run into too much back ordering stuff issues until March, March right. of 2022. And we, we've talked about this on. I think that's, and that's funny because that's something what they said that we're probably going to run into at the, at the outdoor expo, you know, they were like, it's going to be good. And it's going to be good. And then March, April, May, like yeah. things are start drying up, like, you know, tents. They think they said that with like, it's going to go fast. Right. And then you're going to be like, Oh yeah, we haven't gotten all of our, no. And we haven't gotten all of our marmot tents yet. So we were supposed to get marmot tents that were coming in at the end of March. Yeah. And, um, we got an email saying that those are, those are back ordered, but apparently because we ordered them ahead of time, we're supposed to get them still, but it's just, it's okay. I mean, I think, you know, especially with having this cooler weather, like on Saturday, it was like 30, Brutal. 30 degrees and windy and, you know, people are ready to get out of the house. It was so busy downtown. Our store was crazy busy, but it worked out well for us in particular because we still had quite a few jackets and nice winter apparel with that huge discount. So we were able to sell quite a few of those, and people were able to to not only get a great deal, but then literally use that that stuff the same day because it was just horrible out. Even yeah. yesterday, the sun was yesterday was kind of like today. You know, it was it was a sunny day. We went for a hike in the woods and stuff, and there was just that brisk chill in the air. Yep. Just oof. yeah, we went hiking on Sunday, Jack and I. Jack's back, so we uh, we split. The recreational cut, hiker. Yeah, Jack. we split and cut wood on uh, Saturday, and we just oh, a lot. We, it's one of those things that you you work with somebody so much and you know them so well that I know exactly what he's gonna do before like he does it. So, you know, I just we're like literally throwing logs to each other and splitting them in the splitter, like. And I just like I have to look up, and it's already in the way. You know, it's like you know, I'm just it's literally like. Like I said, it's in the air and I'm catching it and putting it back down, splitting, like I'm throwing it in the pile and then catching it and like just automatic. And we ate through so much wood that way, you know, we didn't have to like go grab it, pick it up, split it, you know, you know, then go, somebody else goes, picks up another one. You know, it was so dang fast. But know? not only, but I'm sure of not only, not only the, uh, the hard work it takes to, to do wood and stuff, but then you get that cold air and that wind blowing on you all day oh yeah his hands were freezing must have been tuckered out no. night. yeah i was i was pretty tired i was sitting on his parents couch just like i need to go away because i need to go drive back to my parents place and uh talk with them for a bit before i go to sleep so yeah it was i can definitely test saturday was cold he uh he like, exercise yeah he had some like little garden gloves on and i was making fun of him i was like why don't you just go get new gloves we're almost done. We're almost done. And we kept finding, like, we were doing, like, big trunk sections, you know, just like a whole, like, you could hug these suckers. And you're, like, bear wrestling them out, like, into the splitter. So so what was the whole idea? So are you guys, it was you just getting wood together because you guys are they're still burning wood? Or is it just falling trees? Or what was the... So my neighbor, uh, or my parents' neighbor, is going up a story in his garage because he works out of his garage. So he had um, a red oak to take down so oh, okay. it was fall it was fallen and so we i uh chunked it and then i you know brought it over to my parents house that's and good wood yeah yeah and then my parents have burned for like my entire life so it uh that was stuff that's still sitting in the garage or in the driveway but there was some white oak that they had cut or they'd gotten and it was probably th two 
three trees of oak, white oak, that we proceeded to split. I'll tell you, there's nothing better than a wood fire heat. Yeah, it's good. Now, let me clarify. I don't mean when the house is on fire and you're getting heat <laughs> off of that. I'm saying like having a contained fire in a firebox. But yeah. Do, so do they, do they have a wood burner in the basement or do they have like a fireplace? They have a wood burner in the living room. In yeah. the living room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's right there. Um, yeah, there's some there's some funny stories growing up with kids with that, you know. Yeah. My uncle would like sleep on the couch and he one night he just stocked that sucker, you know, and you just tape the damper down and two hours later it's like a hundred like ninety degrees in the oh, house. Gosh, yeah. And everyone like out of their bedroom, like stripping clothes, like sweating, like what the hell's going on out here? And then he's he's there just curled up on the couch, just like like a little cat, like toasty. Well, and everyone's just sweating their <laughs> When you talk about splitting wood, and then you went over to your folks' house to talk to them, and they, I would assume they were burning wood that night because it was. Chilly. It was a yeah, yep. How, how when you walk into that house and you and you feel, and again, I huge fan of this. We're actually going to be installing a wood burner in our house sure. this coming year, but I'm a huge fan of that heat. How in the world were you not able? To, how did you not fall asleep at your parents' house and stay there? Oh, I just left right away. Oh I was gosh. literally like, I, we got done, and I'm, Jack's like, I want to go. I'm cold, and he's like, so I was like, okay. Then get in the truck and we left and he was just, you know, say, yeah, holy cow. So it, uh, it was good. So nice and warm. So here's a question for you Yep. to ask about this wood burning thing just a little bit longer. Yeah, go ahead. So do they run the furnace fan to circulate the air in the house when they're burning wood? How do they do it? Um, there is two fans. There's a fan on, you know, of the exhaust pipe going up sure. that throws heat into the living room and then. There is, I think my dad put a fan in a long time ago that just pulls air um, from the coldest side of the house and pulls it into the, you know, and just basically circulates, circulates air. It, okay. So it, uh, we don't use the furnace fan itself, you know, to circulate it. We, he kind of created a system for that. A while sure. Ago. And so, it works pretty efficiently. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely side of the house gets colder, but you know, not too bad. Yeah. So big money saver. Yeah, and the two, the two, there's two, and their bedroom's right off of it. So, you know, and they live by themselves now. Just like, keep the living room warm. What do we care? Right. So, yeah. yeah. Where our house is, so our, the bedrooms are upstairs. So, like, the living room, where the living room is, is where the wood burner is going to go. And then the, the three bedrooms are upstairs. So, literally, like, that heat, obviously, heat rises. Mm -hmm. So, when that wood burner's going, if we stoke it at night, I don't foresee any reason why the bedrooms upstairs won't be at least comfortable, if yeah. not roasting hot. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, so I think it's an efficient way of doing things. I love, it's one of my actually, it's such a good feeling when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I'm a little cold or you're like, wake up and you're really cold. Like at the hunting cabin, that would always happen. Oh yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, nuts, it's cold up here. <laughs> you'd wake up and you'd grab some wood and you know, you'd open her up and see the embers and you'd throw her back on and you just, there's nothing better to feel like once that catches to like lay back down and then like as you're sitting there, like you start to like the whole room warms up. Yep. I don't like that's just such a relaxing knowing that that's happening. And you're like, ah, oh, I can go to bed now. It's gonna catch. I'm super happy. You know, the damp's already set. You just walk out of the room and go. So, well, see, when Chris was here, like episode two, was it episode two? Yeah, or three? When Chris was here, we talked about the hunting cabin. Yep. So I had a grandfather who was in his 70s who had to get up like every hour, two hours to use the bathroom, and then he would stoke the wood fryer. So I never had to personally worry about feeding it at night. So the hunting cabin was always roasting hot. <laughs> you laid, literally laid on top of your sleeping bag because yep. it was just so hot. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was fortunate that we had grandpa to make sure that he was taking care of that. But yeah, I like, that's what I miss about our hunting cabin was just the, it was like a, 
basically the living room, like a big L and there's three couches around it. And people, we just in college, everyone would just sleep around the wood stove, you know? And that's such a good feeling. I always had the couch. I'm like, you, that's where I'm sleeping. So did you, did you, so did you, I know you talked about this on a previous podcast, but did you, did you have a lot of your buddies now from, from point you guys had to go down there cause it was yeah. down in, yeah. Cologne, Oxford. Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys go down there quite a bit? Um, yeah, a fair amount. We've been like, we were like six times. Yeah. I mean, through yeah. college to through the first two years of college, I think it was, it was good. I mean, like some of my favorite times are, you know, the fall, late fall or, you know, the dead of winter and you shovel the truck in and the car in or whatever you're taking and, you know, you get the keys, open the door, you, uh, get that fire rip roaring and just hang out for the weekend. Everything, the everything thaws out in the, in the cabin eventually. So it's comfortable. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. It thaws out super fast. You know, you get that fire roaring it, it goes pretty good. And you know, you need is like sixties cause you get so used to it. Right. Right. And then you have like a little lantern for light. You know, we just bring a propane bottle. We had like a little propane burner and just, that would throw light just living the <laughs> you're living just in dim light all weekend but yeah. it's a good time it is i find myself i find myself now i can't sit still like even like yesterday sundays generally are the days that i don't do i shouldn't say i don't do anything but those are the days i don't obviously i'm trying not to come to the store trying not to work on business stuff so those are days we take to ourselves and i don't know like i we had christmas lights and stuff still hung up outside you know yep. usually in the middle of winter i'm not gonna be taking that stuff so the, that was yesterday, taking all that stuff down, and then, uh, you know, I haven't had my, my farm, my uh, tractor running because I haven't had to plow the driveway in for, which has been great. A couple of weeks, I had to start <laughs> the tractor up for a while, but I, I, it's just hard for me to sit still. So when you talk about like going up to the cabin, right, and getting the fire cranking, and just kind of hang out all weekend and just relax a little bit, I don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah, it's nice. I don't either. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't. I know. I like the whole weekend, so I split. Saturday, Sunday, and it was, you know, all day affair. And then Sunday, I went over to my grandparents. We went for a little hike, you know, but then I, we ended up like, I got suckered into building some Ikea furniture. And so I'm like, I spent, and of course, you know, I have, I brought my tools down for that reason, but I was like, my uncle was supposed to come and I was like, oh, well, it'll be fine. He'll, you know, do it. And then he, he, you know, he had like something come up. And so I was like, I left my tools at my parents' house. And I was like, and then I stripped a screw out and then I couldn't get the screw. An Ikea screw? Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, I was like, well, how the heck? So I went back to my parents' house, you know, dropped Jack off again, ate dinner, came back. I didn't get out of there till like 8.30 last night. And then I had an hour and a half drive home. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so. So you're gone a few weeks ago. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your travels uh, down to Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, it's it was great. I loved it. I, I laughed with the, the the group I was working with. And I said, you, I said, it's very unique experience. <laughs> and then my boss was like, that's very common. And I was like, sure. But I thought it was funny. We took. Does your boss talk like that? No. <laughs> oh, I was just curious. She, <laughs> she did ask me, what's this whole podcast thing about the other day? I said, and she looked it up. She said, she read it back to me. She's like, you're like, it's PJ Falls podcast. <laughs> She's like, a Wisconsin based podcast. And I was like, yeah, that's, you found it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, she's great. Like, I really, I really <laughs> recover. I really like my boss. Uh, no, like for real. Um, there would be, there'd be a lot of problems if like we all got shuffled around. Um, then I really wouldn't be coming <laughs> So it was unique going down to yeah, St. So Louis. It was. Did you fly down there? Yes. So that's why I think it was so funny. So like I, f I think I don't know if I said this on the podcast before. I drove from my house to the office. I got a Ford Taurus 2017. This thing is a little freaking boat. Massive. Like I don't, 
know why you make cars this wide and like this bulky four door sedan. Yeah, four door sedan, but you're sitting like on you know sitting on the ground, but then they build everything around you and you can't like it's I don't know, just not a fan. Drove that to Madison, parked her in the lot, hopped on a plane, went to Minneapolis, sat there for two hours, hopped on another plane, went to St. Louis. We're getting closer now, finally. Yeah. Then we took a shuttle to the rent-a-car place. And then it's not on site. Exactly. Yeah. I hate those ones. I hate it too. And I'm like, you know, the only one not to deviate, but the only, have you ever been to Las Vegas? Uh -uh. Well, I have, but I've never like flown into Las Vegas. So Las Vegas, you go into the, you go, you fly into the terminal, you get your bag. Yeah. And then they have an area where all the major rental car companies are at a separate location. Uh But the great thing is, is that they're all in a separate location. So you get on another bus and you go to like a terminal where all these uh, places, where all these uh, rental car companies are, and then you're able to go there. It's very easy to do. But like we were in Orlando. We've been to Orlando several times. Uh-huh. You have like the ma- three major brands are at the airport. Yep. And then all the off brands where you get the deals, right? Because that's what you try to get the deals. Uh-huh. Are way off site. And it's just a, what a, it's a nut roll. Right. So not the not the hygiene. No, no. Story, yeah, yeah. No, that's. I, so I'm just saying, like those offsite ones are horrible. I, I was not a fan, uh, and I get it. Like you know, you don't have so much room, but it, and it was close, you know. But they, the problem is like you're, you know, it feels like you took a bone, a boat, a plane, a car, a taxi, a ferry to get where you're going, and that's that's it's what it's it a long is. day of travel. Yeah, it wasn't bad, and I probably would have preferred that over driving, even though it was this the same, and I kind of laughed at that, but. You know, I don't have to drive this giant Lamborghini all the way down to <laughs> St. Louis. Four-door Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. But the good part is when I got there, you know, I'm like, he's like, you can take any car you want. I was like, any car I want? He's like, any car you want. He's like, you're supposed to get a sedan. He's like, but, you know, we don't have those sometimes. And I said, what about that over there? And it was a brand new 2022 Toyota Tacoma, like an army green. And this thing looked mean. Like, it was awesome. Just eat other cars. So um, that was super fun to drive all week. You know, when you get to the lot and you you leave and the guy goes, can you verify the miles with me? And you're like, yeah. He's like, "Uh, does it have 842 miles? And I looked down. I was like, no. (laughs) I've never driven anything that new. And I looked down. Uh, 843. (laughs) That's awesome. So it was fun. Um, Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't ask if you could drive. uh, They had a a GMC Canyon. What is your truck? Yeah, Canyon. Canyon. 04. Do you have any 04 Canyons? (laughs) I need to swap around. I want to feel like I'm at home. Do you have an old Ford Canyon? That's right. <laughs> One with a little bit of rust, Wisconsin rust. On you got it. a cobalt with no paint on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emily, that's your car. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you get this Tacoma, which you sent me a picture. It was really nice. Yeah, it's sweet. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. He's going to work during the day, and he's going to four by four this thing at night. It's going to be great. He's going he's gonna to come back and think this is the greatest truck ever. I do, yeah. And then what happened? I didn't four by four, but I still think it's the greatest. You didn't hardly put any miles on it. I know. I put like 30, oh, you know. gosh. I know. But like, where was I supposed to go in St. Louis? So, you know, that... Uh, well, I'm probably knowing you. You probably worked long hours. Yeah. Yep. I spent every night working in the hotel till... Uh, I put 40 hours in and by Thursday. So... Did you go... So do you... So, so for folks that don't know, you don't have to go into great depth, but you sure. you work with uh, school... School districts. School districts. So, yep. So did you went to the district headquarters? Yeah. Yep. Went to the office and, uh, you know, kind of depends on what you're doing. Sometimes it's, you know, teaching, you're getting with the first payroll out and all that stuff. This was like kind of rolling over 
any of the positions and the assignments and getting everybody ready for the next year kind of morphed into a few other things or it morphed into there was actually some real things we needed to address and we're still kind of working on those but you know it, it was good the staff was awesome loved working with them it's it's so fun to like actually talk with people and sit down and like have good conversations. And, you know, I really like working with groups of people and leading, you know, that's part of my background is like leadership. So getting everybody pulling on the same rope and getting and like listening to people who have like really valid concerns and complaints, you know, it's part of the job. And I like, I like that, you know, when there's actually something you can do, um, and that, no, you're on site. So you have some autonomy. It's like, you know, it's like, make it happen, you know? Sweet, I'll make it happen. You know, if you give me the the flexibility to make it happen, right? Make my own calls. That you know. That's so were you there for a week? I was there for two days. So two days travel, two days on. So so I mean, I guess it's kind of be kind of nice for them though because they had two dedicated days from you to go through and hopefully fix a few bugs. But then correct. also, yeah, instead of like one day where you're on the phone at your house talking to them, even though you want to work from home, pitch for working at home. <laughs> It's very effective, by the way. But, but you especially but the, in retail. <laughs> yeah, not for retail. But for, but you were actually on the ground, so you actually had two full dedicated days to them. Correct. Which, yeah. yeah. I really, you know, I think there's like the online stuff is really helpful. I really believe it's kind of about how you present it to people. If I'm working with you and I'm doing an overview of all the things that you know, hey, this is what it's going to look like. This is why you're doing all this work. Or if I'm like, hey, this is the work we need to do before I can come there and we can just be like, you have two months to get it done and we'll keep checking in and doing that. I think that's super helpful. It's a great tool. Um, I have another one in July. I'll be in Kansas for two weeks. Um, That's for a school district? Yep, exactly. They must be just getting the program or something? Yeah, just getting it. Yeah, so they're like a a July July go live, we call them. And so, yeah, I'll be down there um, and I've been working with them for the past couple months. And, you know, what we're doing is effective, but it's so much like game planning, right? If you don't have a good game plan going in or you haven't wasted time put that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, my first, you know, day we kind of started kind of rounded up the problems and kind of started addressing them and working from there. But it's so funny because if you, it's one of those things where you could have put as little work in there as possible. And it probably would have been awful because it required me to be adaptive and to find the problems and to frame them to be like, okay, here is what we're looking at. If we're just like sitting at the room, staring at each other, being like, um, what do you think the problem is? Right. <laughs> you know, can you point to it? And then if like it required me to be prepared and some of it was like, I'm what I thought was going to be, it wasn't it. And then I had to re re you know, adapt and refocus and stuff like that. And you really have to do that on your feet. So it, uh, it was a good time. You know, I spent a lot of time like in my hotel room getting ready for the next day. Um, so there's there's the 30 miles you put on this Tacoma. Yeah, 30 miles of my brain. Cause you, well, because you didn't have time. It really, you're right. I mean, you really didn't have time to do anything else. Yeah. So, you know, me building reports, trying to come up like, okay, how do I want to frame it into the next day, you know, and, and just letting it. And I'm a big guy, and, you know, you know, that's like organic. And I'm not like, okay, now like turn into this, then go to here. And then, but it's like, you got to have somewhere to start, right? right? Every, you know, you are here. Okay, where do you want to go? I know you want to go, but like, how do we identify you know, where to keep moving right. along that. So it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, that's, I, that's the part I enjoy my job is the, well, is the accounting, which I didn't really do when I was down there, but it's the people it's the, you know, this is all this stuff was in my wheelhouse. So, 
Did you, did you, uh, you're, you're a foodie. So did I have to yes. ask did you, I was going to say that. Did you hit any, um, unique places for supper and stuff at least? I did. Yeah. Or coffee in the morning or. Oh, that's a no other story. Yeah. So I'm down there. Right. And, uh, you know, we, are you in St. Louis or is this like a suburb? Suburb. So it's St. Peter's, St. Okay. Charles suburb like areas. And I'm probably like, they'd be like, you dummy, you, it's not exactly right. But, um, from looking at the map, that's what it said. So, <laughs> um, we, we were down there and I was like, okay, what is good food down here? And I, I tried a buddy who worked, um, like an hour and a half South for, um, for work when he worked for the forest service. And he was like, one thing you'll notice, this is like the first thing he says to me, he goes, they like their custard down there. <laughs> and I was like, so in the middle of it, I was like, Hey guys, uh, what is the deal about custard? And they all kind of like laughed and they were like, oh, yeah. And I didn't really get an answer, but I was curious. And they're like, well, you should understand this. We're from the dairy state. And I was like, I get that. But like, we have one place that does custard, maybe two if you're in Milwaukee. Right. So I just kind of like, I was like, that was funny. Cause like everywhere you'd go, you know, I went to, there was like three or four within like a throw, stone's throw of my hotel. Oh, wow. Crazy. But yeah, I got some good food. Um, stopped at like a pub one night. Eh, it was like, eh, I'm really good to goose. So that was good. I was like, yep, you know, that's right. a good feeling. But it was expensive. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was it wasn't a, it wasn't a cheap bill, and you know, the beer was. I think I had a beer and it was expensive. So, you know, that bigger city prices you know i'm from steven's point and i'm like whoa right. you know i could buy two for this sucker but i think it'd be kind of cool and i think i said i've been through i passed through st louis i've never been into st louis you know sometimes you get to see was it bush stadium is that where the cardinals play it's not my yeah, yeah I, know, I, think, I think it's some again we're probably screwing mm. that up, probably screwing yeah. that up but, <laughs> but but i always find it cool like when i was in the military we used to travel when i was uh down at the uh when i was an instructor we would travel to different parts of the country to teach or whatever the case may be and it was always fun to go there because, well, first off, you knew you were only going there for like a week or two weeks, and then you were able to come home opposed to being gone for whatever. Yep. But we would always try to hit like local places, and we would ask the same people like, hey, where's a great place to yes. eat? You know, what's some of the local places? And they'd always give you some pretty good advice for the most part. But like if we got to a major city, it was always fun to like go downtown of that. Now, granted, you're by yourself, so it's a little bit different for you to hop in the old Tacoma and venture downtown St. Louis and try to find like a steak joint or something. But usually we were with a couple buddies but it was always fun to kind of check out those local those local establishments in different parts of the country and every part of the country seems to have something like you're saying st louis is custard yep um every part of the country seems to have like their thing so i just kind of found it pretty interesting well i laugh because so there was i was sitting there and there was one of the guys who was a foodie big foodie and it was awesome i was like okay he's like you know if you're gonna he had to leave our last day kind of early. He's like, you know, my last night. And he's like, I was going to get barbecue. I was like, I was super oh, stoked Louis about barbecue, that. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, you know, you go here. And he's like, but I really suggest that he's like, if you like pizza, I suggest this place. I'm like, well, why? He's like, the guy traveled Italy for a couple of years, like learning how to make pizza and then brought it back to the area. And then has this like restaurant where it's all like farm to table pizza. That's awesome. And I was like, heck yeah, that's like a wood fire. Yep. Yeah, 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 it's best. So it's huge. You know, it's a giant wood fire pizza. And they're like, they do some like avant-garde stuff, you know, some out of the out of the book kind of stuff. And I had a pizza called the Sophia, you know, and I, 
it was just beautiful too. This place was like, you know, like a reservation and stuff and all that jazz, but it was so cool. You see the giant oven and then there was like green, like a bunch of beautiful like plants hanging from the ceiling. And it's just, you could tell like they put a lot of thought into like yeah. the building this area and they built it all kind of around the pizza oven. And there was even a wall in the back that was like ended, <clears throat> was like cut ends of logs and stuff. They made like a end of the log wall. And I was like, you could just tell that somebody put a lot of thought into the architecture of it. But it was the Sophia, which is fig jam, blue cheese, caramelized onion, 24 aged prosciutto, um, arugula, and a, a balsamic glaze. Oh my gosh, man. It was delicious. And people don't realize we record this in the evening. It's it's like, yeah, it's at 6.15 in the evening and you're saying that. I'm salivating. Hopefully nobody can hear that over the microphone. It was so good. I bet it was. Yeah, it was 18 bucks good, but it was delicious. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, that's, you know, for a quality pizza, though. Oh, that's for about, sure. That's about the going price. Yeah, it's like you eat two of the, you, you, you know, you could eat a whole thing yourself. Yes. Yeah. It's a good size, but it was it was delicious, you know. It's like so good. And then that weekend I got back, two of my best friends came up with their wood fire pizza oven, and we made eight different wood fire pizzas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was a wood fire pizza extravaganza that week. So can you, I, now you just turned me on to something. So can you, you can buy a, a wood uh, fire pizza kit? Yeah, yep. Like they, a, like an oven? Yeah, yep. They make like stainless steel ones called like Om, or Oni, I think. Um, and they each, they're two brothers and they have one. Okay. And you can like fire them off pellets or wood or I think some of them are even gas. Does it taste just like you would be? Oh, there? 100%. It's so good, you know, and it's... um. They can do a 12 inch or a 16 inch. I looked at it. Um, I was like, what does this cost? And I was like, holy, it's not bad, but I'm like, what's bad under a grand. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Easy. Yeah. All stainless steel. I was like, you could have Bob make you one pretty cause I'll pop riveted, you know, sheets of yeah. stainless pop riveted together. So yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, I had a really fun coffee experience. There was a, <laughs> a coffee shop right by my hotel. And, you know, I, I don't want to use the word snob because I don't think I'm a snob. But, well, I, you, you know, like your coffee. I get particular, right? So I uh, go there and, you know, ask the guys, like, hey, you know, what What do you guys, what do you prefer? What do you see? What do you like? And what do you want to drip? And he's like, he's like coffee. <laughs> I said, oh, God. So, you know, I, I go through that and he's just like, so I'm like, okay, I'll take an Americano. Um, and so then I like turn around. He's like, okay, it's done. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, that's incredibly fast to pull a shot of espresso. Um, so he, Did you know, pour it out of the pot. I think something. I don't know what it was. It was I still been racked my brain on it, and it was the size of like a Dixie cup. <laughs> it's this little Dixie cup with a lid on it. And what did he charge you for that? Uh, five bucks, like four bucks. So. Um, and was it? What did it taste like? It was fine. It oh. it wasn't like super great. I mean, I've had worse K cups in my life, but I don't know. If that's a good. Uh, litmus rod so did that i was it wasn't good you know it was one of those like you put money into it and it was like yep this is terrible you know i I get a k-cup and i'm like well expect to be terrible because it's a k-cup so people love those things not a fan i I just do not think you get the freshest coffee out of it well you don't you don't get the freshest coffee out of a k-cup but i'm sure there's like a you know you could probably game it better i'm always like you know trying to think it and maybe i overanalyze it um so yeah that was good um and then i went to a different coffee shop the next morning and I said, hey, you know, I'd like this. And it was a, I walked in right away and I was like, yep, this is great. You could just tell, you know, and I uh, bag, bought two bags. I brought four pounds of coffee back in my luggage. Oh. And you can uh, fly legally with coffee. So with you might, coffee you can. Yes. As long as the bag is sealed. And you have to put it in your check. You can put it anywhere. Oh, you, oh, you can bring a carry-on? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I carried it on. So 
Yep. So that was good. I looked it up before I left because I was like, I had to make a trip to the post office and mail this sucker. So uh, yeah, four pounds of coffee I brought back. Um, so I brought some like Ethiopian, uh, so a natural, and I brought back a Yerga chef from Ethiopia. And I brought back some just some bulk stuff from Costco that was like roasted in Casey. Okay. So, yep. Nice. Yeah, so it was really good. And I kind of went there and it was funny because I was like, yeah, I went to the other place up the road. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it makes sense. So you go back to Kansas for two weeks coming up here soon. July. So not too oh, soon. Okay. Yep. And that's or two weeks. July. Yeah. By yourself? Yep. yep. Okay. Two weeks. So they're like two weeks apart. Well, talk about barbecue. Isn't isn't mm-hmm. by Kansas City? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be delicious. I'm so yeah. excited. So that'll be good. Yeah. So those are kind of my adventures of traveling. A long, long way back. This is one of those like, excited to be home. So felt good to kind of touch down in Madison. It's always a good feeling. Whenever I land in Madison or even Chicago, it's like, okay. Wait, 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 wait. You feel, you feel better when you land in Chicago? Well, I mean, I don't know. It just kind of feels like you're like oh, all the stress making sure that I you got the whole, yeah, the car back. That was stressful too. leaving the hotel. You know, I'm like, okay, I got a, um, you know, six, six o'clock flight in the morning. Oh yes. Yeah. I know about that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, got to get her going. So I like, and Emily's like, well, I should check what time the rental car place opens. I'm like, we're in St. Louis International Airport. It should be open 24 seven. Like what? Yeah, the? right. It wasn't, was it? No, it yeah. wasn't. And I was like, Check one, Emily. Chart <laughs> zero. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm stressing about that now because I'm like, well, what time do they open? Four in the morning, which is like, okay, not a big deal. But then it's like, what if you know you start going through these like, what if scenarios? Well, well, St. Louis is a big airport too, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty sizable, yeah. right? Um, so I'm like, what if we get a huge line and it takes us an hour to check the car and. What if the shuttle breaks down, you know, because you're oh, right. yeah, yeah, at least second. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you're going through all these dang scenarios and it was, it was super flawless check in. But by the time I got there, you know, at three forty five in the morning, there was a line of cars on the road trying to just get in this place. That was probably 50 cars deep. Really? And Not I was really. like, we are in trouble. <laughs> and I was like, this is bad. And uh, to their credit, they just. They, you know, just said, get out, you know, get out, scan it in. They just emailed you a receipt. I mean, I got a paper copy because my work is very particular. So I was like, I felt bad. I was like, can I get a paper copy of this? And she's like, yeah. And then it proceeded to be 15 minutes of me letting her run around getting this paper receipt. But she's like, this never happens. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's probably me. It's my fault. It's it's military is the same way. We used to travel. Yeah, I get it. They want everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I even got that. I got a lovely email today asking for a, a copy of the hotel receipt. Like, we see that you did not put it on your travel card. It's like, I didn't have a travel card. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, that that was the adventure of two weeks ago. It was a, it was a good time. And uh, basically got back right away on Thursday and went and traveled another four hours by car. So, didn't go. Four hours? Where'd you go? We went to Oconto Falls. I bought a bandsaw. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So got Is that what you were talking about? You took your truck up there? Yeah. So, the old Oscar that's uh, two sheets to the wind. Uh, did great. It's fantastic. And what everyone says, <laughs> so it's surviving. It's got the heart of a lion and that's all a vehicle needs. And a mechanic tells you, Hey, you need new tires. You say, no, it's got a heart of a lion. It's going to last forever. And they say, okay. Hey, did the, uh, did the state of Wisconsin or the DMV give you a sticker for renewal? Yeah. Then it's good. I don't even know why we're debating if there's an issue or <laughs> not. The state says it's good. Yeah. It has nothing, nothing to do with the frame being. It even passed emissions testing. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's no emissions testing. I mean, 
I, I think it's just a small little issue that the frame is rotted off. How is the old, uh, the old deep? Did you, well, I, you know, I, I went out there and started up the other day and she fired right up and yeah, we got to get some more, we got to get some more rains coming in and get the yeah. salt off the roads before I bring it out. But for sure. Yeah. I know. Out there. I want to drive the opal up to point. Yeah. But yeah, very cool. Well, we took a little bit of a vacation ourselves. We went, uh, we took the family down to Florida. Originally we were supposed to go to Montana. Montana. Yeah, we were going to go to Montana. I had it all planned out and everything. Why did you not? Well, then I got told, you know, Dad, for spring break, we like to go somewhere where it's warm. <laughs> I said, well, okay. Who told you that? Which one? Well, actually, it was th- all three of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, that's fine. I get it. However, we've never ta- you know, taken a family trip to Montana. Let's let's go. Let's drive. Well, we don't want to drive 24 hours. It was like 24 hours. We were going to go up to like Whitefish, Montana, which is like in the northwestern yeah. corner. Beautiful area from my understanding. Don't know I never got there. <laughs> But so we booked a trip. Yeah. Only in my dreams. That's right. But we booked a, we booked a trip down to Orlando and we flew down, down there and had a really good time. We did all the Disney parks and stuff and they lifted all the restrictions. Okay. So every, it was, it was nice because it, you kind of felt like there was some normalcy, but there was a lot of people down there. Really? And then like they let international travelers back like 18 days prior to us getting down there. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of international tourism down there too. So cool. it felt very normal. Right. Cause it was just a lot of people. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, everything worked out great. Accommodations were great. We had a great time as a family. How but many, what parks did you do? We did all of them. We did like a hopper pass. Okay. So we went, there's four, they have four of them down there now. Yeah. What is it? Epcot. Epcot. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Um, Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom. And then uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Hollywood Studios. I think it used, I think they changed the name of it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe something else. Disney's, Disney Studios. Or something like, I used to, I think, it, I thought it used to be like, Hollywood studio or maybe I don't know it's been a long time since I've been down there but but yeah we had a great time we I have stock in Disney uh I would say probably enough to maybe buy like three ketchup bottles worth uh, like off-brand or like Heinz I probably off-brand too on okay. top of it but we, I always we always joke around and say I'm going down there to check on how the business is doing yeah and I'll tell you it's doing just fine yeah they're doing just fine in fact that was our second time going down there in a March the, the last time we were down there in March was, believe it or not, we were down there the last day the parks were open before they closed for the pandemic. Really? So that it was a Sunday. I remember that particularly. We went to Epcot. Love Epcot. Yeah, my favorite. So, so do I. Um, it would be much, it would be a lot of fun for us to go there. Yeah, it'd be a blast. Yeah, we'd, <laughs> we'd have a good time. I think it's one of those places that like adults can really enjoy. I, I, I agree. mean, food, beer, yeah. food. Go around the world. Beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. But we were there on Sunday. That, so that we were there on Sunday of 2020. And I remember they were saying, yep, we're shutting the parks down. This is the last day they're going to be open. And so they weren't letting new people come in, right? So there's a lot of people that had plans to fly in, to go to these parks. And then, of course, everything got canceled. So the parks were, you know, there were still people there on that Sunday. But we were able to get on everything. There was no lines. You would just walk onto the rides. It was awesome. It was like like Clark Griswold when he went to Wally World and held John Candy hostage to take him around those roller coasters. I don't know if you remember that or not. You're, you're a little younger than I am. Just a wee bit. Family Vacation? You ever I, seen that movie? I've seen it once. Oh, come on, man. Anyways, that's how it was like. It yeah. was literally like we were able to get on and off that's the rides. That's like six flags when like near closing time or right away in the yes. morning. You're just like, go every ride. Yeah. Like Batman, like six times in a row, and then you're like sick on the way home. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just like that. Well, this time around, it was not like that. We waited <laughs> in line for a, a Star Wars ride, we waited in line for almost three hours, but it was it was amazing. This the ride was amazing. Really, but it was a long time to wait. But we had a good time. It, it was fun. You know, that's something our families always enjoy to do. 
Um, the kids have a great time doing it. You know, Taylor's getting older now, so those days of like the four of us just going are probably dwindling. And mm-hmm. um, we had a good time. We saw an alligator uh, by a resort, and then uh, we came home late from one of the resorts, and we we're pretty sure that we had an alligator not too far from us. Kind of startled the family as we were walking on the path back to the uh, to the hotel. So that was an interesting and exciting. Uh, but other than that, I'm happy to report that was probably about the most exciting. Other than going and having a good time, that was the most exciting bad thing that could have happened. How was flying? Yeah, that was fine. We fly direct from uh, Milwaukee right down there. Okay. So Spirit Airlines. Uh, Frontier. <laughs> but Frontier bought Spirit, so I guess it's the same thing. But Yeah. But no, everything, travel and everything was good. They were supposed to lift the mask mandates, and then they decided to extend them, yep. of course. Based on the... Uh, Executive order, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. We heard that how many times in the airport? Right. Due to the executive order. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was good. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. And it, was a good, it was a good little break to come back. And then, uh, uh, like we had mentioned earlier in the podcast, things are really starting to pick up here at the store. So, it's uh, it was a good little reset uh, for the season ahead. Do you have any work plans for, like, obviously, classes kind of wrapped. Right. Is there anything on the horizon uh, no classes, uh, so to speak. We have a lot of interest in folks that want to get into the classes, but we're not, you know, people are all fishing right now. So we're not, especially as the weather gets nicer. Right. So we're not going to have the classes now until the fall. Um, but, um, we are doing a, uh, we are doing a tie, a fly tying event with, um, BHA, bow hunters and anglers, uh, from university students on Thursday at D1. Uh, but that's just kind of what that organization we're doing some stuff. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we, like we've talked about in the past, we've got the veteran outings coming up starting in May. Yep. So we'll be doing those. So there's a lot of stuff going on. We our, our guiding service is really, we've got a lot of trips booked this year, much, much earlier than we normally have. So that's great to see that's, that's growing. Um, we're actually going to be shooting a new commercial, um, tomorrow, uh, in the little Plover river with the guides to help promote the guiding business that we have. So we'll be doing that. That new commercial will be launching on, uh, channel nine coming up here pretty soon. So, there's always stuff going on. There's always, you know, always moving in forward, right? You know, forward direction and doing things. And um, there's never, there's never a day. I mean, what, what today? I I had you come into the shop and uh, I had purchased a uh, a nose of an old boat. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having you help me hang in the store. It's just always something. Yeah, I know. That's that's how I feel. Before we got here, you know, I brought back a load of stuff. And it's like I need more things. Um, but you know, like a a planer that. It's like my grandparents, but my my stepdad had made a a cabinet on top of it, and he's like, "Well, you could probably take the cabinet." So I took the whole thing, you know, took the whole dang thing yeah. through in the back. But you know, so I in the summer I get very excited because I can pull the car out and then have you're assembling quite the little workshop. I know, very excited. That's nice. Yes, I'm trying to beat Bob to the market. You got a, you got a long way to go, I, I can tell you. But hey, I give you a valent uh, E for effort, my friend. Yeah. So it's uh, that's definitely the goal. When it warms up here, you got to paint the basement floor and pottery get, studio. Yep. Get that. I'm so excited. You know, just to like have because everything is like half done. You're not even half done, but like there's stuff that's in other places that it shouldn't be because the place that it needs to be is like being either like worked on or like it's just being waiting for the right second to like actually do the project. Right, so right. it's finally nice to have all the things put back and to kind of get some semblance of organization back in my life. Yeah. So yeah, that I'm very much looking forward to that and getting all the projects done. We're gonna probably do gutters this weekend and you know, keep, keep crushing. 
So is there ever a weekend where you, you and Emily just kind of just hang out and watch TV? Mm-mm. Even on like a, when in the wintertime when it's terrible outside? Not that I can think of. No. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, we'll try once in a while. I mean, like I said, if we're, if we're not going snowshoeing when there's snow on the ground or we're not going for at least a, a hike in the woods for a while, taking the dog out, doing other things. But, uh, there's times like, I think yesterday, actually, we, the entire family sat down in the afternoon and we watched a, a Disney movie. And Amy's like, I don't think about it. I, I can't remember the last time we've ever done this before. It was nice. It was, it was a good time. It, you know, it was just, if it was nice out yesterday, no, no way. Right. You ain't catching me on the couch. Not in the middle of on the afternoon on a Sunday, unless there's a Packer game going on. Yeah. But that's for another podcast. Anyways. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, there's a lot to do. A lot of moving and shaking. There's a lot of things that I want to accomplish this year with, you know, like we talk about the goal setting and definitely behind on a bunch of things already, but then just, you know, expanding, we've kind of made some, we've done some things that I didn't think we would do at this point in time, you know, made some pottery decisions recently and kind of expanding in some ways. Yeah. And just kind of making, you know, taking some risks and just seeing where that pays off and just keep trying to be, be become more efficient. You know, I think Emily just got a new piece of equipment that's going to help her become more efficient um, at part of her business. And if that makes her faster, then it's less time she's doing that and she can invest in other things. And it's crazy how, uh, how much you spend, (laughs) how excited you get about efficiency as you get older. So, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That's all I got. What about you? I think that's it. I think that's a wrap on this one. Um, we're just kind of getting back in the swing of things. We had a great guest last week. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, we're just wrapping tonight. But I know there's a – we actually have some folks uh, that I haven't talked to you about that had reached out asking to uh, possibly come on the podcast as well. So Sick. Uh, community folks, people that live in the mm-hmm. Stevens Point area. So that will be good to uh, entrepreneurs. Sweet. Uh, so they're kind of getting going. So I think there will be some interesting conversations, and hopefully folks uh, will tune in and, and uh, hear what they have to say. Dude, I'm so stoked to hear this when we get off. So Yeah. All right. Well, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Later.